Kev, what's up, man? What you mean? What is going on on this happy Slapalicious Monday? Bro, uh, <laughs> I'm skeptical about a lot today. Brother, we weren't even going to talk about this. We was going to talk about happier times. Yeah, we were, man. But, you know, breaking news demands that we do like the rest of America and give attention to this, man. It's wild how everybody's talking about this. Yeah, man. It's interesting. Uh, it's not even interesting. This is crazy. Um, this is so layered. It's a lot of about this particular situation. You know, yeah. I don't know. I think there's only one one wrong viewpoint. So let's get into it. Let's talk about it. So let's let's kick it off. So everybody who was not watching the Oscars yesterday, because <laughs> nobody was watching the Oscars yesterday. No one watches nobody. And nobody. honestly, the people that were at the Oscars wished that they were somewhere else. Exactly. They, all, they was hoping Ellen would come with the pizza again like she did like some years ago. Uh, but man. so, you know, real quick, the Oscars, you know, Academy Awards, huge um, award festivities for all the top movies that you've never heard of the previous year um, has been suffering in the ratings. I think we have to start, start, start with that. Like the Oscars hasn't been what it was when we were growing up. And even then we didn't really watch it. No, we and, didn't. I, know, this, I didn't. Yeah. So this year they tried to do some things different, tried to acknowledge more black actors, actors and actresses. And from what I understand, I wasn't watching it. Things were going smoothly until. There was a moment. It was a dumpster fire up until, you know, yeah. listen, the, the, the drama in question just kind of really, you know, it was, a um, what do you call that? Uh, I can't think of it, man. Um, when you, somebody's in shock and they need the little electric pads to put on their chest. <laughs> like it was like Defibrillator, defibrillator. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, <laughs> it was on life support, man, up until then. I mean, they, you know, I don't know if you saw the um the, the opening clip with the the three. No, I still ain't seen okay. it. Probably never will. <laughs> no. Okay, so they kicked it off where you kind of, they kind of told you what direction they were going in at the beginning. They were like, you know, Wanda Sykes was like, tonight we're going to have a great Oscars for everybody, but for all the people in Florida, we're going to have a very gay Oscars. Oh gosh! <laughs> and then all three of the women started saying "gay" over and over again. And so there was this moment. <laughs> so it did. So I heard some commentary that it was very woke and it wouldn't have bothered me because I don't watch the Oscars, whether if it's woke or not. I mean, I've just, right. I don't, you know, most of the time, like I was saying in the beginning, there are movies I've never heard of that are winning these awards for the exception of a few. And even then, right. I usually haven't seen them and don't have any interest in them. Just be honest. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I still don't know what CODA is. I have no. no idea what that, I, I, I don't know what it is. But I heard, so I heard they weren't funny, unfortunately. And that's to be honest, Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer are funny. Now, Regina Hall, right? She was the third person? She was the third person, right. Well, I, I do think Regina Hall is funny. Like comedic stand-up funny? No, but that's not her, that's not her thing, that's right? That's not her lane. Right, but I do think she's funny, but... um. Amy Schumer and definitely Wanda Sykes. I don't think they're funny at all, uh, but that's just. No. no, they're not. 
Wanda Sykes has some funny moments. Like she has said some funny stuff. Um, so she's she's capable of you know being funny. I've heard Amy Schumer, you know, when she's allegedly not stealing jokes from other comedians. Oh uh, yeah, I heard about that. When she's not, <laughs> you know, stealing jokes. She's capable of, you know, cracking cracking some funny ones, but by and large, like this is not a funny group of people. And mm-hmm. you know, there was another joke I heard today that um Amy Schumer made the joke that they had to get three women to host the show and it was still cheaper than paying one man to do it. So Yeah. See, nobody got time for that. (laughs) The gender pay gap jokes. They just can't. They couldn't help it, man. They they couldn't help it with the the wokenicity being just a part of the, you know, the underlying theme of the Oscars. And that's why the ratings have gone down, because people don't care about that. You know, so that's one of the reasons. The other reason, too, is like, I don't think anybody's watching these movies that are being nominated. And With the exception of like, um, you know, King Richard. I know you watched it. You said it was a great movie. Oh, I man, still it, haven't that seen was it a yet. Good movie. Yeah, and I enjoyed King Richard. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it because, and I'll say this, this kind of piggybacks on a little bit of what we talked about last week. It's just not that much Black representation, especially when it comes to Black fathers in a positive manner on TV or in the movie. Right. So right. I'm a little bit biased from that. I didn't love Will Smith as far as I thought he was overacting a little bit, but I thought the movie itself was really good. Got you. Yeah. I I don't, I mean, I think the only movie that I knew that was up for an Oscar was Encanto because my kids are constantly watching it on a loop, especially McKenna. It's her favorite movie and she watches it to the degree that I'm sick of, I'm sick of it. Um, and we turned it on because we heard that they were going to do a live performance of one of the songs that everybody likes. Um, all the kids like, uh, and so they turned it on so that, uh, the kids could see it. But I got up and walked out the room while the performance was happening. And when I came back in, I asked Val, I was like, so how was the Encanto performance? And she said it was whack. And she <laughs> said, and it, and she, but wait, wait for it. She said it got worse when Meg the Stallion came out on the stage to sing along. Excuse me? Why was... See, this is why I don't have any interest. <laughs> People were trying to encourage Danielle to watch it because no. it's going to have more Black representation. And Danielle was like, that's not... I don't have any interest in watching it because you should have been doing that in the first place. And just because you're doing it now, it's not going to make me rush to the TV. And I was like, you've been married to me too long. (laughs) Right. Right. Hold on. Hey, hold on one second. Cliff, you can cut this out. Hold on one second. Yes, we're recording now. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That'll be a, l- a little laughter for you, Cliff. Right, you <laughs> cut that back. All right, here we go. And three, two, one. Yes. So, you know, that situation, 
Um, was crazy. So, you know, Danielle didn't watch it. I just, I, it didn't matter who was in it. I mean, it could have been Wakanda and I wouldn't have watched it, to be honest, because oh. it's just, I don't really have any interest in it. I don't really watch any of the award shows anymore. I no, do think not, not Academy, at all. It, I, I will give the Academy Award some, some credit um, because I pretty much have been dogging it since we started talking. It's probably still the only classy award show out there, right? You know, a lot well, of them. I'll, yeah, I'll co-sign that. Yeah, a, a lot of them have, and and I, and I don't want to say they're classy because they're more urban. That's not what it is. It's just they tend to want to connect to a younger audience, like your Grammys right. and things like that, and your American Music Awards. But the Academy Awards still holds its. Um, basically, they're this is for adults. We're going to act like adults, and we're going to basically present ourselves this way and they hold a lot of integrity as far as the show. So that's what right. makes this next topic so crazy. <laughs> but, but, but listen, but before we get to the meat of this, yeah. let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. And I'm a, I'm, I'm going to say this without trying to send us down a rabbit hole, mm-hmm. but the Encanto performance, they did one of the songs live band, full, uh, you know, full vocals, everything. Okay. And Meg Thee Stallion has to participate. And to me, I'm just like, why would they include her in something like that? Where it's just like these apples and oranges that are trying to come together. And it's like, is Disney really trying to associate like sexuality with (laughs) the stuff that they're doing? Like, why would Meg Thee Stallion be involved? Like, why would they choose her? To, to be involved with with the song but that's another topic for another day and i just wanted to put that out there but mm. now let's 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 move on i digress please continue you were going somewhere so i did that actually reminds me uh beyonce had a performance too and i saw two seconds of it before i turned it off i mean that's not fair because last night yeah she did she i think she may have done the theme song for the movie for King Richard. All I know is I saw oh, wow. the, the two actresses, two young young ladies who portray Venus and Serena. I think Ivy may have been in this opening shot as well. All of them were dressed in this light green. It may have been her clothing line. I have no idea. It looked like something Kanye would have made, <laughs> to be totally oh, honest. God. So if they start coming... <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not trendy when it comes to fashion stuff. So they start walking. I think somebody was on a horse, and I said, "Seen enough." <laughs> and that's yeah, uh, yeah, time to go. Yeah, I was, I was done. I was done. So let's fast forward to the. I guess it was pr- pretty much the end of the show when this happened, huh? Yeah, it was towards the end. Yeah, they were so. wrapping up, man. And the Oscars, another thing too that kind of keeps us from watching the Oscars is they're really long, man. The Oscars mm-hmm. are they're they're dumb long, man. It's just ridiculous how much time it takes to get through everything and watch the whole thing. And so you can see that you know towards that the midway part, the actors that are in the audience, they're tired, they've had enough, they're ready to get out of there, and. They just a lot of them are kind of wishing for something lively to happen, and I think a lot of prayers were answered in a way that they didn't anticipate. Yeah, they were. Um, and it was a boy, it was a oh man, 
the show. Man, oh man. So here we are, the meat of this podcast. And oh God. <laughs> man, oh man, black on black crime on Oscars. Never would have thought this would happen in our lifetime. Yeah, so, never. You know, we have a situation where, you know, Chris Rock, who is quite a regular, let's say, he's pretty much, he's a regular at the yeah. Academy Awards. And um, I, he's hosted several times. He's hosted and several a presenter, times. I don't know how many, like, yes. I, I don't, how many times. So he's a, he's kind of woven into the fabric of the Oscars on a yearly basis in some kind of way. And I want to say he's almost, he's probably, the black version is prominent as Ricky Jervis is probably saying his name wrong for the white side. Right. I, I think would, he's, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah, He's pretty like, you know, we need a host. We can call Chris rock and it's feel the same way about Ricky G. Yeah. But, uh, you know, as he normally does, he's talking about a war and I feel like it was for best documentary. It was. He's just doing Chris rock. But he's Lauren, telling jokes. He's telling jokes. And one thing about Chris Rock, we know if you're in the front row, he's going to have something to say about you. And he yep. spots Will and Jada. He mentions, he mentions Jada's short hair by referencing Can't Wait to See You in the next G.I. Jane 2 movie, something along those lines. And it went from a laugh, ha-ha, Jada was absolutely not having it. She gave you he all wasn't. this. Ooh, all sister girl. <laughs> she gave you all sister girl. She was she didn't have time for it. But then it pans to Chris Rock laughing as Will Smith walks towards him. Oh man. And then the slap from hell. Oh my God, man. Everybody heard this like so his was crazy, man. Like we see this, this, you know, he gets smacked across the face. Yes. And when you sent me the clip, cause so, so let me just tell you how it happened for me. So we were watching something different. Um, cause I, I mean, like you said, I had no interest in watching the Oscars after right. you know, the whole Encanto thing or whatever. So we were watching something else and I just happened to look at my phone. I got a notification that says, Will Smith punches Chris Rock at the Oscars. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, it must have been a bit. Then I got a second notification that said the same thing. And I was like, well, wait a minute. And then you text me and sent me the YouTube clip. And I was like, wait. And so I told Valerie, I said, pause, whatever, pause the TV. And I pulled the video up and we looked at it together. And I was like, what, what am I seeing right now? But what was confusing to me was the audio cut out after the smack that on was the YouTube weird. video. Yeah, that was strange. Yeah, that was that was so weird. And then I went to Instagram and immediately like the full audio was everywhere. So you find out that the uh explicit language is only edited out for the US. Like other countries didn't edit it out. And that's where the footage came from. So I was like, wait a minute, these other countries are just you know, they letting the expletives fly on, you know, the Oscars and but we in America are censoring it, but that's neither here nor there. I just, I I it just takes me through what I like the process of me leading up to like the 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 timeline of all of this, you know, back and forth. And so I told Valerie, I said, wait a minute, turn the Oscars on 
and let's rewind it and see it in real time. And okay. it was just like, wow, this happened. Yeah. Um, you know, and everyone thought and everything I've looked at, everything I've heard, no one thought it was real. Everyone thought it was a part of the show. It was a bit, right? You know, right. You I mean, because Chris Rock has never really fallen off, right? He still looked at oh. as that type of celebrity, A-list type of celebrity. There's no way in the world something like this is happening. Right. Not until Will sits down and goes to cussing Chris Rock out like a grandfather from a Medea movie. I mean, <laughs> cussing him out. And I'm like, this ain't no joke. So at that point, and you was telling me about this, Chris is visibly shaken at this point. You know, he he's like, yeah, he shook, you know, and I don't know if it's, it's a lot of shock. He's, he's trying to recover. He was oh. trying to recover. He tried to gather himself where when after, you know, it settled down and he, you know, he realized I got to keep the show going. Right. You know, he went into it and like he messed up the delivery of the the award for he documentary. Did. Like he <laughs> caught himself. But you could see like he, you could see his mind was processing what just happened. Like, yo, I really just got smacked in front of millions of people. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> And he's trying to recover. Now, he 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 made it through and got, got off stage. And, bro, listen, I would have paid to be a fly on the wall on backstage as soon as he came off yep. to hear what he said or hear what happened. I know he cussed out somebody. Yep. He had to. It was just, yeah. it just was too crazy. And, um, the situation, man, it was just, it was just so much shock involved, right? And initially when, and I don't know how you felt about, well, I think I know how you felt about it initially. You thought it was stage. I, at the same time, was like, you know, what did Chris Rock say? Oh, he said something about, J, uh, you know, uh, Jada Pinkett. But it's a situation where I'm thinking that she has some type of metal condition that she's been keeping private that, it struck a nerve, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like, oh man, you know, this dude went too far. So I understand if this is something that she's going through. But at the same time, as I'm thinking through this, I know it's not cancer, right? But I am a little cautious. And I'll tell you why. Because of what happened with Chadwick Boseman. You know, that situation. You know, that uh, went yeah. from that went from he looks weird to he's super skinny. He has cancer. He died, and then he, right? And then he died, yeah. Right. So that situation did come to mind when I heard of medical condition. I said, I don't think it's cancer, but I don't know it's cancer. So let me yeah. just, I feel his rage as a husband and as a father, right? At that point, a little bit. But then. But, let's, but, but and so when you say that, like, I felt his rage, you know. Right. We love our wives and we, Absolutely. you know, our job is to protect them and to look out for them. Right. But my whole, like, and I've been listening to, we've been listening to arguments since this morning Me too. about what happened, you know, last night. And I just keep coming back to one thing. Like when the joke first ripped off, Will Smith, he laughed. 
He did. He, th- he, he did. thought it was funny. He, he thought it was funny until he looked over and saw that. Wait a minute. Jada Jada doesn't think this is funny. Yeah. And he, it triggered him that, you know, that he shifted immediately to, you know what? No, I I gotta, you know, and and to some of the commentary we've seen, I get, you know, where people are kind of looking at him like you dog my wife a few years ago at the Oscar and I let it slide and I'm not going to let it slide tonight. Dog. Did he dog her? He did. <laughs> did he dog her though? <laughs> was it? Did he dog her out? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he dogged her out. Like we'll talk about this, but the more I've I've kind of peeled this this onion back, man. I don't know, bro. But go ahead. Yeah, but my thing is. So here's here's what my thing that happened in this happened at the Oscars in 2016 where this was the year that Will and Jada said that they were boycotting the Oscars. I don't even remember what they were boycotting for uh, for whatever reason. Was that this? It's always the same thing. There's not enough black representation. Yeah, okay. So virtual signal. Right. So, So Chris Rock took that to say you know, Jada is boycotting the Oscars and he's almost like, why are you boycotting? Like you weren't even invited. Right. And that was the joke. And everybody thought that was funny. But my thing is that happened in 2016. And as you mean to tell me if Will really had a problem with that, as small as Hollywood is and the circles that they run in, like you haven't run into Chris Rock between, you know, now and, you know, 2022 and 2016 to be like, bro, uh, what you said about my wife, that wasn't cool, man. Just, you know what I mean? Just don't joke about my wife anymore, please. Right. And you know what I mean? So I I don't, I don't want to believe that their paths haven't crossed, that they haven't been, you know, or they don't even know some of the same people that can get the message. Like, yo, Chris, yeah, you, know, you know, I talked to Will, man. He don't, you know, he don't like it when you talk mm-hmm. about when you make jokes about his wife, man. So just kind of chill out on that. Like, I really refuse to believe that there was no separation to keep them from, you know, him from knowing that he doesn't like it for him to talk about, you know, make jokes about Jada. Yep. And, and here for him to react that way in that moment, I, it was. It was over the top, man. Yeah, and, you know, I think it was a lot of things that hit him at once, right? Um, but just the, the way I went through it and I processed what was going on, I did. I thought it was something really serious. But then mm-hmm. when I realized that the medical condition was alopecia, boy, oh boy, yeah. things start changing real quick in my mind. Like, what's going on here? Um, right. You may or may not know. Danielle suffered from alopecia when we first married, right? So when we first got married, excuse me. So I'm, I've had it. I've had it before. It's, right. It, I, yeah, yep, I've had it. Sure have. I, yep, I yeah, remember I've that. I've had it before. Okay. Um, not to the degree that, you know, she has in extremes. Like, I have a cousin that he lost it all, like Charlie Villanueva, like okay. nothing. Gotcha. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? So that extreme. Um, no shade to Charlie V. Um, but yeah, man. So when I heard that too, I was like, wow, like I didn't know, 
And I think you 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 sent me the clip, David Arnold. To me, he still has the best commentary. Absolutely, um, yes, yeah. He still has the best commentary on what he said about, you know, we didn't know that she had that. You know, actors and actresses change their appearances all the time. Yep. I remember when um, when they were filming Django and everybody, nobody knew what Jamie Foxx, what role he was playing. But I remember them like jokes about him being seen around Hollywood with his hair looking like, you know, the slave at the beginning of the movie when he was on the uh, the chain gang or whatever. His hair looked crazy. And people were like, you know, the memes like, oh, uh, Jamie Foxx running around here looking homeless and so on and so forth. And I'm like, you know, so no, right, man. You remember and even go take it a further step. I remember two actors that got really skinny for uh, for their roles. One was uh, 50 Cent, some movie he did where he got really, really skinny. Mm -hmm. He thought something was wrong with him. Um, The Mm -hmm. other individual was, um, oh, my God, I can't believe. Play Batman. I, it just slipped my my brain. He was in. I think it was called the Machinery or the Machine. Um, he played Batman. Yeah, he was the the, the Christian the, Bale. Christian Bale. So yeah. Christian Bale. Uh, and Cliff, cut this out. Go straight to Christian Bale. Christian Bale actually got really skinny for a movie. I think it was the Machinery or the Machine, something along those lines. And people uh, thought something was wrong too, but it was just for that role, right? So, you know, David Arnold's right on. Like that happens all the yeah. time. You know, I didn't, and honestly, initially, I thought when I saw her hair was cut that she was just being extra because right after she I did, and it was some months, um, Tiffany Hadesh cut her uh, her hair too for some reason. So you should cut. I see. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I mean, I'm just thinking it was just something going on with the actual, you know, like you said, a film. I didn't think nothing of it, but then I did hear right before the situation it was due to some medical condition. So I'm like, okay, all right. But again, when I find on this alopecia, dude, this is that's that instantly starts making me feel like this is an overreaction to what's happening, right? Like this isn't a situation where you know he's crapping on a woman who is at a very low moment in her life dealing with some type of condition it may not right. be terminal but she's sick every day you know but that's not right. what it is you know it's more of her insecurities of her dealing with her hair loss only to the point right. where it's not even like she's completely and utterly bald right eyebrows gone all of that that's not right. what it is. she even has stubbles of hair on her head but um i think it was a combination of a couple of things and i think we'll touch on that but I think it was Jada didn't forget 2016 more than mm-hmm. wow, Will yep. didn't forget 2016 because yep. it really wasn't a situation. I don't think the joke was anything bad. And another great standpoint, um, another great point about the old G.I. Jane joke was that G.I. Jane is looked at as a strong figure in that movie, right? She's yeah. looked at as a, you know, what the poster girl for Ooh. feminism. Right. I was I was trying not to say it, but it hey, yeah. if you walk like a duck and talk like a duck, <laughs> quack quack, right? That's what right. it is. But and I think after when you hear Chris Rock say, look, it was G.I. Jane, I think he was trying to go in that strong female type of approach. But Will didn't have time for that. 
I think Will, time. Will was dealing with some things, but I I just don't feel like this was justified at all by no means. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And I think so. This is how, to be honest, man. Because so while we were watching the 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 playback on on TV of the Oscars, I was reading one of the articles that came up. I think it was um, I don't know if it was BuzzFeed or Huffington Post. But I was reading an article where they were accounting. Um, no, it, it was after it was after the you know fact that it was like if you think the the article the title was if you think it was staged it wasn't. Here's what happened, and it was like right. uh, you know talking about it. So I was reading it, and when they said when he made a joke to GI Jane too, because Hollywood is set up the way it is, I didn't think that was a joke. I thought that they were really getting ready to make that movie because that's what Hollywood does. They rehash mm-hmm. everything. And so when I read that without knowing it was a joke, I was like, I roll, you know, Hollywood is just like no creativity. And he, you know, he made a joke about it. But then, you know, without seeing her, knowing the situation with her hair, and I was like, no, you know, first of all, I was relieved that they're not making a G.I. Jane 2 movie, which I'm sure there's some group of somebody's talking about it right now. Somebody somewhere right now is like, oh, that's a great idea. Um, I'm, I'm looking at her like, dang, alopecia, like, wow. Like, you know, it hit close to home. Cause like you said, I've had it. I have a family member that, you know, has lost all his hair and it's, it's, it's legit. And so I, you know, I felt bad for her, but at the same time, I'm like, did he know that she had it or was exactly. he just making a joke in the moment? Yeah. And that's my thing too. I don't feel like he was being malicious to the point where he's like, you're I don't dealing with alopecia. Let me crack this joke and it's going to be funny. Because here's another reason why I don't think he knew. Um, that joke, if he was coming from a standpoint of her having alopecia, everybody in the audience didn't know that would have been the situation. So that right. wouldn't have made it funny, right? You know, it's and just everybody laughed. Right. It's just about your short hair. It's not about mm-hmm. the condition you're dealing with. The fallout from the yep. situation that bothers me is that so many women feel like what Will did was right. The only thing I understand out of this situation from Will's perspective is that um, your triggers, right? Everybody has a trigger. Sometimes right. you say the right, say the wrong thing. Somebody will get slapped. Somebody will get hurt or you'll be this big outburst, right? That happens. And I made, a, I made a point to that. Sometimes you got to be careful. Yeah, you need to condone yourself in a trigger, but um, when you get triggered, but at the same time, you don't, you can't be responsible if somebody hauls off and busts you in the mouth, right? Right. But this wasn't the situation that I think deserved all of the aggression that came from Will Smith's side. I no. felt like Chris's face, <laughs> I hate to say it, <laughs> I feel like Chris's face was the sacrificial lamb in this situation. Yeah, I, I agree. I, look, I've been calling Chris the comedic G- Jesus all day, and he <laughs> died on the cross for the Smith sin. Okay, that's what happened today. <laughs> like Chris, <laughs> Chris, look, this wasn't his, like he wasn't being malicious. He wasn't trying to go at the Smiths, but Will. <laughs> I think Will has internalized some of his issues and just took it out on uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, I agree with that. And here's the thing, man. If you look at 
Chris Rock and you look at Will Smith, like neither one of them are tough guys. And right. like, they don't give off this tough guy persona like, yeah, you know. So I think right. that's one of the reasons why everybody was so shocked. Like Chris Rock was like, you know, what is he getting ready to do? Like, uh, I know he's coming up here. He's probably just going, you know, he might grab me and put me in a headlock and give me a noogie or something like that. But that's, right. you know, or whatever. But to take it to that extreme and it's like all this as uh, these, you know, weak-minded people like to say all this toxic masculinity comes to the surface and it's like how do you you know how do you process this like you watched you know two kids i mean two two people that we basically grew up with both these people absolutely and we've watched them all our lives and you know will smith has played an action star and he's played an action role in some roles that were believable as an action star and some right. that weren't, you right. know, so Chris Rock has never played an action star. He's, I mean, the most serious role he's played is probably, um, in Fargo. Um, he was yeah. also in, in that saw remake just recently too, but that's brand new, dude. This is, that's within the last two years. He's played a role right. like that. He's in, he's been yes. in a comedy, his whole career, his whole career. And, and it's just, to see this and to see it get to this level, it's just kind of like, you know, everybody wants to make the argument, oh, well, he knew, he he did that because he knew which comedian he could slap. He wouldn't do that to, and people run down the list and all these, you know, black comedians that, oh, they wouldn't have let this fly. But, you know, I'm just like, you know what? And that, it's easy for everybody to say that, but in that moment, you really don't know what you're going to do. Everybody right. can say, well, if it was me, but if it is you, you really don't know what you're going to do. And right. I think Chris Rock, he showed a lot of restraint by <laughs> he reacting the way he did. A lot of composure. Yeah, and, but that's, he's a professional. <laughs> he is a pro, man. I mean, I got to give it up to him, but you know who I feel sorry for the most, man? I feel bad for Chris Rock's kids, man. Because how do you, like, how do you deal with, like, man, I'm just, I look at it this way. Like, if Carson saw me get smacked in the face by another man, Oof, man. and he had to watch it in a loop over and over again, his friends, you know, looking at the video, and everybody on the news is talking about it, and it's just like, wow. You know what I mean? You try to put yourself in his shoes and like, I, I got to do something. It makes me think of, and I hate to say this, man. It, it makes me think of that Kevin Hart skit. <laughs> yeah, we was like, <laughs> I saw that today. <laughs> but, he, but he was like, that's the day that my dad stopped being my dad. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> No, nah, man, that's the dreaded moment, man. You never, you never want to have a moment to where your kid can look at you like, man, you better shut up before I go get Will to come over here right. and put hands on you again. Like, <laughs> no, nah, man, somebody got to go. You can't, this can't, this can't happen. Look, man, I mean, it's nothing. It's only one thing worse than being slapped 
in the face, dude. And that's being spit on. That's the only oh, thing. Jesus, man. The only thing worse than being slapped. Oh, and, and this dude, and it's <laughs> it's like I, I, I look, I, I I slapped on TV by another man and from millions of people. Like if it was, and I hate to say it, if it was a woman that would have slapped her. It wouldn't have been as bad. I, it's just no. it is what it is. But to have another man slap you in front of everyone, look, dude, that is. <laughs> it's, it's bad. And David Arnold made it worse because he said, and Will Smith walked away and didn't look back as if he knew. Like, it's I know. Smith. And I he was smiling. He was George Jefferson strolling he back was to his smiling. Seat, well, he, he slapped him <laughs> like he did him a favor. Like, oh, let me get this bug off your face. And just walk back to his seat and sat there until he got his award. Jeez, oh, Pete. I can't take it, man. I'm just... Hey, man. Black privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no, no way, man. No, no. And, Actually, and listen, if you... Escorted out of there is crazy. That's black privilege and celebrity privilege have Ooh. intertwined. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to the, to the last episode. We went into detail about celebrity privilege and how, you know, it's rules for thee and not for me, uh, for a lot of us, man. Um, yeah, man. There's <sighs> no way. There's no way that would have went down with anyone else. Um, no way. I think, you know, the one thing that really, it just burns me up about this situation is so many black women feel like this is how a black man should protect his woman. And I'm like, no, this ain't it. This is not the moment. Like this isn't a situation. So we, we, we are need to separate the boondocks ninja moment from what mm-hmm. happened last night. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This isn't you walking down the street, you're at the restaurant, you're at the movies and this guy cracks a joke about your alopecia. This is right. not it. This is a that's this not that. Thing. This is a comedian being funny, right? Now, some people feel like, oh, sometimes his jokes is a little bit much. I don't ever remember the time where Chris Rock says something that I would feel was controversial. I'm like, oh man, oh, I don't remember that. He might have said something that was funny. I don't remember him really cutting into somebody to the point where he might get canceled. That's what it's like that. I don't have a thought. I don't have any joke in my head when that's happened. None. Um, None. So this situation for me, from Chris Rock, Chris Rock's standpoint, I feel like, you know, women feel this is what some black women feel like this was justified. And this is what they should expect from their man in this type of situation. But this isn't the same thing. It wasn't the same thing. I mean, so so he t- to your point, how much weight would this have carried if he let it slide in the moment. They got through the documentary award presentation. They go on to the best actor presentation. Will Smith wins. And during his acceptance speech, he says, hey, Chris, in front of everybody, please don't make jokes about my wife anymore. OK, I'm, I'm, and then he makes it public in that sense. Like it's how much same, more weight? Man, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's the same exact thing without the embarrassment of hitting another yep. man. It is no man look. You are on to it, bro. It's in, you, you, and and it's, it's, it, I think it carries much more weight because at that point, this is like, it's being public. Like, yo, I didn't think that that was funny. 
you know, my wife is dealing with something. It's a, you know, a physical condition. We don't think it's funny. You know what I mean? She's not wearing her hair like that because she wants to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that would have made much more sense, but let's, let's, this is the other side of all of this that we haven't gotten to. And that is, uh, the statistics went out of how the spike in ratings immediately went up mm-hmm. after this because everybody wanted to see what was going on. It was like people's phones started going off and they saw the notification. Everybody's like, wait, what happened? Let me turn to the Oscars and see what happened. And the Oscars are on now and everybody's watching because they want to see like how this is going to play out. What are, you know, how people reaction and reacting. And you could see the tension. It was like, you know, like I said, the, the person who followed up that documentary award was Diddy. Again, still not sure why he was there. <laughs> um, I just, I, I don't know why he was there. Anyway, he was, he came up and it was like, for anybody that would have came up after that, it was like, everybody's trying to come down off of what just happened. And it was definitely, um, a, a catalyst of the show. It was like, it, everybody was just like, wait, the show is boring now. We were all tired, but wait a minute. Right. Like we just right. got this super shock to our system. And now we got to see, see it through like what's going to happen. And then when he won, it was like, what is he going to say during his acceptance speech? And to me, it was like, when he did it, the fact that he apologized to everybody, but for one tells you he knew that what he did was wrong. And was but out Chris, of character. Though, it was out of pocket. He didn't apologize. He didn't say nothing about Chris. Which was grimy to me. And honestly, he had a very unusual apology. Because I felt like it was a combination of him and his actions. But he was also justifying why he did what he did. And to me, I thought that was problematic. Because it looked yeah. very narcissistic to me. Very. Like, you, like, you know, the gonads to go up oh on the God. stage and slap someone, then to turn around and try to justify why you did it without really saying, okay, another person shouldn't hit another person. And let's be honest, we don't need black celebrities hitting black celebrities on national TV. Oh, right absolutely now. We just not. don't need, no. especially men, no. because our space is getting so small on TV and in movies. <sighs> Bruh. Stuff like this, look, we already lost Chadwick Boseman. Now we have two of our yep. bigger stars, one of them slapping the other. We just don't need this right now because we're horribly misrepresented because they're going to bring back the Joker that wears all those dresses all the time and was the fairy godmother in Cinderella. So we, it, I just have an issue with this. Um, but that was, you know, to me, there was another element of it that was missed in this. So I think this is in contrast to uh, a lot of black women feeling like they should have protected. This is the way they should be protected. This guy named Brian C. Thomas, I have no idea who this guy is, but he made hey. a really good post about it. And I'm not going to read the whole post. I'm just going to read the very beginning. He says, I just wish Jada would have reached out and grabbed Will's arm before he went up on that stage to protect him as well. She never protects him. She could have used her power as his wife to calm him down before things got to this point. Look, 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 that post right there. And it's the post is amazing. But that's the other half of this, too. We cover one another when you're married. 
right? This is Man. a situation where, especially it's funny to me now because you have all of these, this, this, basically, we have a lot of talk about changing genders, right? Yeah. And our gender roles, it should be different. Women should be able to do what men do. Men should do what women do. But let me tell you what didn't happen last night. Jada didn't go up there and slap him. So no. she let her nope. man go down with the sinking ship again, again. Again, yep. And she comes yeah. out looking like a victim, which to me is, it, that's, that's not, it's no power in that. So, you know, this is selective feminism thing that happens yep. right now yep. in the world is ridiculous. And I just feel like she failed him as a wife. Because it, it could have been misdirected. And I've been talking a lot about this with Danielle. I said, it's such a difference between you as my wife and Val as your wife, the way you guys do things. And I guarantee if I would have got up, you would have went up after me and said, no, sir. No, no, yeah. I'm not doing this. But that's the difference. No. So Jada looked at this as an opportunity for publicity as well. Yeah. Yeah. You're not covering, she has not covered this man for the last two years. I feel like COVID, the pandemic has been rough for her and she's taking yeah. it out on him. And she took it out on him. She took every opportunity to throw him under the bus. You know, sometimes it felt like it was intentional. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, when you're in a, when a, when you're in a marriage, especially, and see, here's a, here's the thing. And we don't, we don't know what happens in the house with them, but, to your point that you just said, which is a great point. When you're in a loving marriage mm -hmm. where you literally care about everybody, you know, care about each other in a, in a legit, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's real, it's tangible. Your wife, like if, if, if like, like you said, Danielle, she knows how to stop you. Like our wives, because they know us, they know how to neutralize us and, certain instances with just a touch like if she would have grabbed your hand or Val would have grabbed my hand and been like babe don't even you know don't worry about it or mm -hmm. let's talk to him when this is over you know what I mean we'll, we'll see him backstage but she was just like the mm -hmm. dog's off the leash you know what yep. I mean get him you better get him like you gonna let him talk to me like that you better say something and um and even still man Bryce Watkins posted something on on Instagram and it was funny, but it was kind of shady, man, where he said it was a picture of Jada and, and he, it was like, um, yeah, the slap was good. Will, but Tupac would have shot him. Yeah. I've seen that post going around. That's just, ain't that dumb. You know, it's dumb. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> people are, people are insinuating that will is still phased over her relationship with Tupac. Yeah, I don't think Will, I don't know if Will really cares because Will is huge, right? It's not like Will is this B-list actor and Jada is this A-list superstar that was once dating A-list Tupac. In that relationship, Will is the bigger star and by far, right? So she could have dated whoever she wanted. I mean, because Will ain't been no slouch either as far as who he can date. So that's not... Let's not do that. But I think that's something our culture sees as an opportunity to slight him and emasculate him. But again, that's where our mess comes in. And that's why at the very beginning, I said, I understand the trigger because that's another part of this. Black people are messy. Mm -hmm. We are messy. Yeah, Absolutely. Are. Like a dog one another. So this is the results of what happens when we go, go too far. But 
you know, and I said this in my other post today that Will wasn't just slapping Chris. He was slapping all of everybody else who's been talking about him, too. And I'm not yeah. acting like I wasn't because trust me, I had my jokes, too. But right. that was that. That's what this was for. He felt like he was tired of everybody being messy with his family. With that being said, it still doesn't absolve him because, sir, sir and ma'am, you got the red table. You're talking about all your foolishness, your open relationships. So you're basically open to what comes from opening up your marriage to everybody for clout. So you got to take the good with the bad, right? You can't can't act like that. I can see if it was private, but you guys want this smoke. And you got the self control. Yep. Yeah. They asked for it. Yeah. And you know, to me, I'm like, this this all started, you know, she this red table talk, whatever. And I've never watched it. Um no. I've never watched it. I, I saw the clips of her interview with August Alcina, who, you know, she tried to say it was entanglement, but they was she had an affair with this kid. And apparently, Will knew predator, about it predator, because they have an open predator. marriage. Yes, she's a predator. Not talk about that though, right? That's not talk right. about. She got uh, alopecia though. Right, <laughs> can't say, can't do. Listen, she's wild for the night. Okay, and I, I've we've seen these clips. You know what I mean? And there was such a backlash from that one that she had to have Will come on on a later show for them to talk about it together. And that, I kind of think that added insult to injury. You know what I mean? I don't think that did the damage control that Jada thought it was going to do. I think it just kind of made them look worse than people. Yeah. Like seriously. And so the memes, the, the internet jokes, you know, the trolling, all of that stuff, was a result of it. And like you said, man, some people get to a point where it's like, Hey, listen, I can, I can deal with this stuff at home. I'm mm-hmm. not going to deal with it in public. You know what I'm saying? By people who I'm, you know, are not my family members. You know what I mean? I'm not going to deal with, them. I'm just not going to take it from you. And maybe he might've, like I said, man, in that moment, he might've just seen like the face of every mean flash before his eyes and where Chris Rock's I, face was. And no, was no. like, he did. Okay. That's exactly what happened. He, he went from, I'm tired of laughing. He went from, the, he is extremely passive aggressive. This ain't the first time he slapped somebody. Okay, let's, let's go back some years. You remember he slapped you have that? to remind me. So it was a, uh, I want to say it was a French journalist. He was overseas. <sighs> he went to kiss him. And I don't, I think it was, you know, it's culture there. We yeah. had no time. He, he double tapped him <laughs> so quickly. So slapping is violence of choice. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember so, that. <laughs> you know, this is something Will has a. Hey, look, man. I mean, Will low key might be a little crazy, and I'm not. I'm not even being funny. Like he might. He might got a trigger, bro, because he yeah. is. He is in a very scary way passive aggressive. You know, he is yeah. super ha ha. Everything's a joke. Will says something smart, hyper-intelligent guy. We all know this. He says some deep stuff, even to the point, sometimes you'd be looking like, is this dude a Christian? Okay, no, he's not. But, you yeah, know, right. he'll say something, <laughs> right? And he'll blow your mind. But then he has these moments 
where he pops. And when he pops, it's like something else consumes him. So mm-hmm. what's that? But anyway, but, you know, this was what happened last night. And again, it's a lot to go up on stage in front of millions and slap some, oh, wait a minute, slap somebody with that much force, right? Out of basically your anger of everything you've been dealing with. But that was brought on by your wife. Yep, she's the culprit. She's the culprit, man. She's she has been the foundation. Like she's at the root of all of this. Like this tree has been growing. All of these branches have been stemming off uh, of the tree, and she's been planting these seeds. And you know, to the degree that you know, I mean, the open marriage part, you know, was likely her idea and that was an agreement like if you want to be in a relationship with me then this is how it's going to be you know these are my terms and you know for people in Hollywood man I think you just kind of when you are trying to settle into something that you think is real in a relationship you kind of have to take what you can get within you know within those those parameters and I'm just speculating because I'm not in, I'm not in those circles, right. but from the outside looking in, it feels like a lonely profession and you have to find people that can understand why you want to be in that profession and that can relate to what, you know, what comes with that. You know what I mean? So he probably was like, you know what? He was young then. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. You know, I'm cool because, you know, he probably was getting his swerve on on the side too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Will Smith. I mean, at one point, he was the biggest star in the country, in the world. I mean, with the movies he was doing, the the Men in Black, Independence Day, you know, all of those big, huge box office movies that he did, like, he was the it factor for mm-hmm. a while. And so it stands to reason that, you know, if if she's saying that I want an open relationship, then he's fine with that. Like, if I can you know, kind of fool around on the side and still come home to something that I know is concrete. You know, it's almost like for um, people that, you know, don't have the wherewithal to understand, you know, what the parameters of marriage are supposed to be about. That Mm -hmm. sounds like a good deal. You know what I mean? So um, she put it out there and he went along with it because she felt like, I know I'm married to one of the biggest stars in the world, but while you're away um, filming on location for the next six months and I'm home by myself, mm-hmm. I need to be entertained on my own. So if, you know, if I'm out with somebody else, you need to be okay with that. Yeah. And so she's been, she, she has kind of been the root of all of these. It, it just appears that she's been the handler or the orchestrator um, of what's been happening. And I think it's getting to a point where, you know what, Will is like, I might've agreed to being in an open marriage and I might've agreed to, for you to, you know, to do all the things you're doing, but I didn't agree to be made fun of. I didn't agree to be the butt of jokes by everybody in the world that's making fun of me and I'm not going to stand for it. And so you're absolutely right, man. Chris Rock, he was a sacrificial lamb and was like, I'm, I'm, you know, this is for everybody that's been like, this is a sign. Like, if you think you can make jokes about me, if I see you in the street, this is what could happen to you. Yep. Yep. And that's, and, and that's what it was. I think it was, 
I want to tell everybody how I feel about this from now on because I'm not going to be the one. The problem is, again, this is something you brought on yourself. And even to piggyback on the open relationship, Will Smith, really the demise of the, the demise of his career came from some decisions he made. Now, it was a couple of movies that didn't do well, but it was also this thing going around that he's sleeping with his co-workers. So yeah. the first one was Eva yeah. Mendez, and then came mm-hmm. Mark and Robbie, right? So it's like mm-hmm. you're another one of these guys in Hollywood, and you're married to Jada Pinkett. So from there, that's when his career went extremely quiet, right? So yep. the decision that he had possibly he's probably possibly making, even though it was open relationship. So even though Jada definitely was taking her shots over to him the past couple of years, and I also also think what she was been dealing with as far as being a second fiddle to Will has really made her really more insecure in her alopecia. And nobody's talking about that. I think it has less to do with what's going on on top of her head than what's going on I, in her heart because she's looked at and not as Jada Pinkett, but as Will Smith's wife a lot. Will and I Smith's think that wife, yeah. her. But yeah. at the same, but this, at the same time though, you know, even though he, he may not have been the one that said as to have an open relationship, he took advantage of it. And yeah. Basically, you know, this is what we get. It's not enough to just be, you know what I mean, your identity to be wrapped up in your spouse. You have to have your own right. identity. And right. and I think that's kind of how I look at um Steph Curry's wife. I feel like she doesn't it's not enough for her to be Steph Curry's wife. Like she wants to you know, have her own thing where she's like, I don't identify with him. And, you know, good husbands are not trying to keep their wives from being who they are or being who they want to be. Right. But I feel like if there, if it gets to a point where, you know what I mean? It's just like, you're trying to break out of this, you know, break out on your own out of feeling less than, you know what I'm saying? Be, you know, from your own insecurities that are not, you know, brought on, like your husband is not making you feel that way. It's outside people who aren't in the marriage that make you feel that way. That's a problem. That's, I mean, that's, that's a problem to me. Like if, you know, if everything is good at home and I'm cool, like we have this open marriage, it's agreed upon, you set the terms, you know, and but it's still not enough. Like I've given you this and I've agreed to this and it's still not enough. Like you, you want to, you know, I don't know, man, is this, is it a, <laughs> I, I don't know this. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole with, you know, with the, the mentality <laughs> of women, but you know, is this, is this a residual mentality from Eve? Ooh. I mean, she had it all. <laughs> she had it all, and it wasn't enough, man. Oh you man! Know what I mean? Yeah, she bro. Had, she had it all, and somebody else convinced her that what she had wasn't enough. And so, right. I don't, I don't know, man. It's, I mean, there's a, I think there's an argument to be made, um, but. And and to be fair, man, if she feels that way, then I feel sorry for her. I feel sorry for Jada if she feels like she's not enough and that she has to, right. you know, well, if it's if it's not, if it's gonna be, then it's up to me. I have to do this on my own because I'm my own woman and I'm my blah blah blah. You know what, man? I don't know, man. It's and you just know like what? 
Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, and I feel like this. So it's a lot of things that's going on in society right now, and I think one of the biggest things right now is the, um, you know, feminism and the matriarchy growing every day, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's Jada was trying to take advantage of that in those moments where she was being so open at the red table. Because it was her time. She was controversial. She is looking for that attention. And I think, and this is what I was talking about with my wife, the difference with Jada not really blowing up is I don't know if Jada took as many opportunities as some of the other Black actresses that came after her. So Mm -hmm. if you think about, um, if you think about like uh, like Regina Hall is one. Every movie she would do, some of them go straight to video, some of them go straight to DVD, but she kept... Pushing it, kept pushing. Yeah, yep. and uh, um, the other one, um, and I always get her mixed up with Regina Hall that played in Empire and blew up as well. Um, Taraji, Taraji P Henson, Taraji she Henson. She blew up too. She kept working, right? I mean, did everything up under the sun. You know, it didn't matter if it was a Tyler Perry movie or if it was. Her being a mathematician, rocket scientist, she just kept working. You never really saw that out of out of Jada. You know, she would look no. for those large roles, it seems, because she thought she was an A-list actress. I really don't know, but she never saw her doing any straight-to-DVD type movies so she could get her acting chops up. And then these big gaps would come, and then it would be so underwhelming. Like, if you think about The Matrix, yeah. and then you think about her role on Gotham, she was so underwhelming on Gotham, the TV show to me. But, yeah. I, but, you know what? To the point where I forgot she was even on that show. Exactly. So it's like you don't see the same type of work ethic that you see from other black actresses in Hollywood. But at the same time, I think she still felt like she should be getting the same type of opportunities. And again, it's that sense of manipulation and that kind of that spirit of Jezebel a bit you get from her. But, yeah. you know... Just like we said last week, Will knew what he was doing when he married her, just like Kanye knew what he was doing when he married he Kim. Married Kim. Yep. It's just the difference is the difference in their situation is that um Jada has more to lose than Kim did. So that's why yeah. she stuck it out. Man, you know what? This whole thing, man, and this is and see, we're in the beginning of this, like this is fresh. It just happened. And so we got a, a whole week ahead of us. And I heard somebody say that somebody told me today that they think by Thursday people will be will have been moved on to the next thing. I don't think so. I think people are are still gonna be kind of referring back to this because it was such a climatic event and that was a unexpected. Lot of layers. So out of li- Yes, it's too many layers. So many layers, man. Because it's a lot of things that come out of this. More yeah. than just you know, if you feel it was justified. You know, we talked about it is a it's a kind of a mental health situation in this as well. You know, how much does a man take before he can't take no more? Uh, marriage is a huge aspect of it. How private your marriage should be. Um, you, it's 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 going for. A wow, man, it's a lot of different things that you can peel off of this. And even the one thing, though, that we saw at the end of the day, that it's speculation that Chris Rock didn't say that joke. Man, he didn't write the joke, meaning that one of the writers actually uh, gave him that joke to say about Jada. And if that's the case, then Chris got slapped for no reason. Yep, he did. And see, this that's the thing, like... 
I said this to somebody else this morning. Nobody's talking about Chris Rock. And Nobody's all talking about Chris, man. Nobody's talking about Chris Rock and all of this. And so what I'm waiting for is his response. I'm waiting for yep. what he's going to say. A response did come out. And I don't know if it's real, but a response did just come out. And he basically apologizing. Now, again, I don't know if it's, if it's legit, but apparently he has made a statement. Wow. Well, and he's apologizing. Know, he, he's apologizing for. So he's the bigger man again. Like he didn't retaliate on the spot, which, you know, w- would have been hard to do in the, in in that in that moment. But he he kept his composure, and then he probably took stock of what happened and said, "You know what? Hey, man, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going to react that way. I didn't know she felt that way." That's my bad, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I think that he's definitely going to have more to say. Um, he has more to say. And I hope that this will like, maybe this will be like a, because everybody's going to be looking for Chris Rock to respond. I hope he'll kind of come out of his shell and kind of take more of a Dave Chappelle approach and and kind of, um, really be, like tackle the issue, man, and just not, you know, be afraid to say how you really feel for fear of, you know, trying to be canceled. You know what I mean? No, um, I think, man, I thought about that, and I actually thought the exact opposite. I think he's going to make him really safe. Unfortunately, wow, I, he might. I, I he might, man. Really safe about what he does. I think he we may not. People feel like this is an opportunity for him to do a special off this material. And I don't think he will. Yeah. No, nah, he's, I don't think he will either. Um, but man, we, we just, we have to keep an eye on it, man. This is definitely something that's going to continue to unfold. Um, and, and we just going to keep watching it, man. So I'm skeptical about whether it was staged or whether it was legit or what, <laughs> but it's so many layers to it. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know. So I don't either. And um, I don't know this says, I think this dynamic, what happened, everybody's viewpoint says a lot about people and the way they look at it. Um, you know, I think we try to talk about different things as far as how we should deal with one another in a community and how, how split we are on how we should deal with situations like this. You have a lot of people feeling like this is justified. And you have a lot of people feeling like this is not the way we need to continue or how he should have responded to the situation. But right. there's also a lot of things I think we deal with culturally that are that are um, issues with us that keep coming up time after time. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Man, that was a good one. Man. Wow, <laughs> wow. I just I still can't believe it. I still can't believe it. I can't, I can't either, man. It, man. I, I can't either. It. I don't know. And, and I know we're about to sign off, but man, one thing is going to happen out of this, and this person has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Chappelle's next comedy special is either oh, going to be fire or it's going to be lame. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We know he signed a new deal with Netflix, so we'll see. Yep. Yeah, we will see. <laughs> That's what's really going to be interesting. You know, I really want to start getting some reactions from some of these comedians to say mm-hmm. what they thought, because David Arnold is actually the only comedian that I've, I've seen a reaction from yet, but I haven't looked for any either, so I might look for some later. 
Mm-hmm. They all are being quiet, man. I think they all don't want to. I think because of who's involved, they don't want mm-hmm. to say anything that looks like they're taking sides. The only other. Yeah. And I don't know if you want to call him a comedian. John Leguizamo said something about he wishes Will Smith had more of an apology for Chris Rock. But that's it. I haven't seen yeah. it. Dialogue yeah. commentary. I saw Tyree say something stupid, but who listens to him? Tyree's gonna take Will's side because he, he took did. the money. Right. He did. <laughs> he he, did. he, he took was the so, money. He's such a oh keep my money. <laughs> 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 oh man. Yeah. Hey, so listen, everybody. Um, thank you for t- for tuning in. Subscribe if you're listening on Apple. Uh share it, give us a review. Um, let us know. You, you can send us an email at the soecast at gmail.com. Send us a message. Let us know what you thought about the slap heard around the world. And uh, do you think that Will was right? Do you think he was wrong? Do you think Chris Rock was wrong? You know, give us your feedback. And we're going to, um, we talk, I think we talked about this briefly, but we're absolutely going to start a social media page so we can have more dialogue about what we've talked about. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely want to have conversations about, about this because there are a lot of different views and I don't think most of them are wrong. I think it's only maybe right. one or two that are really wrong, but um, we want to create dialogue. We want to hear what you have to say. Yep. All right, man. All right, my friend. Until next time, y'all out there, be safe and be skeptical. Absolutely. Stop consuming all of this foolishness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have some self-control, man. Absolutely. Have some self-control, please. Whatever you do, have some self-control. That's the truth. All right, bro. I'll, let I'll y'all. check in with you on the next time. You too, man. Take care. Peace. Peace.